Well, then I told her it's not my fault I keep pissing, pissing on my balls. It's just how it's built down there. Anyway, welcome back to the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Dakota Allen, with my co-host, John. Uh, Mo is, I guess, dead. I don't know. He's at work. He's dead. He's fucking dead. He's at work. He, he's working for the man. Therefore, he's dead. Uh, welcome back to us covering another absolute shit show week of wrestling. John, what... Do we have anything to talk about? Uh, the two big things, Jade Cargill joining WWE and Edge surprising everybody by showing up at AEW with the same music he had in WWE and going by his real name. Yep, so let's get into the Jade Cargill thing first, John. What do you, what do you think about that signing there? Uh, I love it. I, I, need, uh, I need something other than the same five people at the top every week. Uh, hopefully they don't send her to NXT. Hopefully they just bring her straight up to the main roster. Uh, just a couple, maybe a couple of weeks of working at the performance center. So she actually learns it's how not to be, be an indie shit show wrestler. Not saying that she was at all. But learn, the most she was at was that way. Learn some of the WWE actual style of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, the entertainment part of it. Yeah. Not, not the flippy bullshit uh, Canadian destroyers and super kicks to death style of wrestling. Yeah, I'd like she'll she'll be a quick main roster uh, if she goes to NXT. I wouldn't be mad having her be the one that beats Becky for the NXT women title. Just come right out and do it. Uh, yeah, but if we want to get more people over from um, AEW or other promotions over to WWE. I think it's better if she just comes straight up to the main roster. Plus, with all the extra publicity she's been getting. Sure. And they damn near had a whole video package on her tonight for Raw as we're recording. Yeah, I'm hoping they don't treat her like uh, like they did Emma or Enda Share, where they keep saying, oh, they're coming. They'll be here eventually. The next week, they might be here. Monsoor or whatever his name is still coming to Raw. It's Veer Mahan, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, Veer. He he's still coming. God damn it! It's come <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah, I think Jade's had a decent run in AEW as well. Was still looking real green, but got better and better as time went on. Was I the, think she'll turn out just fine. Was the AEW equivalent to Goldberg for a while until they had Statlander beat her? But I mean, they're both they were both super talented. I'm not too mad about it. Just the way they yeah. did it. Well, the way Statlander beat her was a surprise second match immediately, and then she went out on her back because she was leaving the company. Well, so I'm not mad about how they handled it at the end. Uh, I think the streak ended because she flat out told Tony WWE offered her better money. Yeah. The the thing about her is she will look the strongest on the roster. She looks like a damn superhero. Oh, absolutely. Straight out of a comic book. If the only or that she's if they put her, Rhea, and Bianca all in the same match, that is just <laughs> straight muscle the whole way. But if they book her right, they can they, everybody keeps comparing Rhea to China. No, no, it's it's, no, it's, it's Jade. Jade Cargill. Yeah, we uh we like Rhea for 
other reasons stemming from some developmental issues in our youth. Anyway. Uh, just, just speaking for himself. Uh, <laughs> what about Edge or Adam Copeland showing up? Adam Copeland uh, makes his debut. It's been rumored since that match in Toronto that he's going to AEW. Well, he's there. I, uh, I hate the storyline. Nice I hate the storyline that he just got in the middle of because Nick Wayne or whatever the hell his name is, the the skinny dude who looks like every Jim Crow ever. Yeah, not a not not a huge fan of his. And uh, the whole Darby Allen the turning bullshit with that. Why 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 is why is he in the middle of this one? I understand why. He's in it for the he, Christian part of it, but the rest of it... So he's in it for Christian. That's the only reason. The rest of this makes no fucking sense, because the other two people he's going to be putting over are not that good. Like I know a lot of people like Darby Allen. I, I'm, I haven't been sold on him. The other dude is definitely fucking terrible. Nick Wayne. I don't, I don't give a shit about Nick Wayne. Uh, Luchasaurus can move. It's just a weird character. I forgot he was even there, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, and it's Luchasaurus. He's easy to forget. If he would just drop the gimmick and be, be something else. Like, he picked up that gimmick when he left uh, WWE and went to Lucha Underground. He should have left it uh, underground if we're being honest here. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what his name was in WWE. Uh, Judas Devlin was his name in WWE. This is back before NXT was a thing. Yeah, it's a McMahon name. Yeah, it's 100% a McMahon name. Uh, he was... Uh, like He was Corey Graves' tag team partner, was the big thing he was. Gotcha. But, like, he's not a bad wrestler. He's just weird fucking gimmicks. Yeah. Like the Luchasaurus thing. Luchasaurus was cool for Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground was something special. You can't recreate that. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into what happened uh, over the weekend. Uh, NXT had their pay per view. Was it No Mercy? Make sure we get that right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ilya Dragunov put on a another fucking show. The man can go. Why he's still in NXT? I'll, I'll never. I'll never understand. Him and Breaker. I don't know why they're both there. Him, Breaker, Mellow, and Trick Williams are the future mm-hmm. in WWE. Trick uh, Williams put on one hell of a show with Dom. Dom's another guy who, like, if you listen to our shows a few months ago, we do nothing but talk shit on this dude. But he's now, getting better and better every time he's in that ring. Yeah. I think it took getting him away from his dad to make him better. Just letting him, letting him learn to. Yeah. But, yeah, but uh, uh, Trick Williams did last night was amazing though. That's 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 one of that's one of my favorite guys to watch right now. It's definitely entertaining every time he's in the ring. Yeah. Just freak athleticism. But uh, Carmelo Hayes and Dragonoff match, I think it's. Yeah. Five stars. So I'm putting that match up there for match of the year contender right now. Yeah, absolute five stars. 
all the way around. Don't ask Meltzer to rate that one either. It's a 12-star Tokyo Dome match. Yep. Uh, another match we had was Becky Lynch and uh, Tiffany Stratton. This one was pretty solid. Becky did get hurt in this and have to get 11 stitches, but mm -hmm. another good one. Uh, Becky picked up the win here. I'm curious how long they're going to have Becky down there holding that NXT title. I don't know if it's just because they don't have shit else going on or... You're probably right on the Jade Cargill part. Hate to say it, but that's probably that's probably what we're heading for. So if she, Jade does go to NXT, it won't be for long. She'll be up by Mania next year. She'll be that Raw after Mania. Bring up, right? Um, but yeah, the. Uh, Jesus. Sorry, I'm blanking here. Uh, we'll go ahead and get on to the AEW pay-per-view. I didn't get to watch most of this, so if you want to lead us to so I'll, go I'll just make it quick. We'll talk about the ones and the important shit. Uh, the Zero Hour, it really the only the only thing you really need from the Zero Hour is the acclaim. Daddy Ass beat TMDK to retain the Trios Championship. And uh, Claudio defeated Josh Barnett in a match that was actually very entertaining. And it was kind of cool to see Barnett wrestle again. It's been a long fucking time. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I don't even know who he is. Uh, you'd know him from the UFC days if you saw a picture of him. Gotcha. Uh, to open up the actual main card, you had MJF versus The Righteous in a two-on-one match for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. Uh, with Adam Cole out due to injury. Uh, entertaining match. Uh, MJF won, retaining the titles. Uh, the media scrum afterwards, uh, I sent you a TikTok of it earlier, yep. where one of the reporters said it was kind of a gimmick match and was kind of hating on the whole thing. Uh, MJF was speaking absolutely truthful about it afterwards that it hit, there's 15 different million styles of wrestling. Sorry, his isn't doing the, you know, triple indie, whatever the fuck, flippy shit all the time. What somebody said in that promotion? Yes. And of course, MJF was the one to do it, and we love him for it. Yes. Uh, up next, we had... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm saying I was agreeing with you. Uh, up next, we had Eddie Kingston versus Ket... Shibata, I can't say the man's first name Never been able to For the Ring of Honor World Championship And the New Japan World Strong New Japan World Strong Openweight Championship With Eddie retaining both of his titles And what was honestly a very good match From Eddie Kingston uh, It's it more of a They're going to go in there and hit the shit out of each other For 15-20 minutes Which is exactly what they did yeah. But Eddie Kingston's not bad. I don't mind him. He's got some good matches every now and then. Uh, next was the Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart for the TBS Championship with Statlander retaining. Uh, Hart, it's uh, Julia Hart's best match to date, honestly, and a solid, solid overall match. Uh, we we like Julia Hart. I'm sure you all can figure out why. 
didn't appreciate how the match ended because uh, mm-hmm. Julia Hart had a streak of like 27 wins in a row. But it's AEW. You don't really get what you want over there. No. No, you don't. Up next was the Dave Meltzer fucking glaze fest of the Guns versus the Bucks versus the Lucha Bros versus the weirdest tag team of Hook and Orange Cassidy. That's the only one that didn't make sense there. This is the company mascot. Oh my god! This is the reason I can't watch these damn this damn show. They use Orange Cassidy for everything they need a filler in. I can't stand the dude. He's a gimmick, and it's not funny anymore. Like, it was cool, like, whenever this whole thing started with AEW. It's it's not stop. What it, uh, every time I, w- I try to watch AEW and they bring that, that doofus out, it makes me want to turn the channel and not watch it again. Like, You're not wrong. He was. He had the one cool moment uh, during what the hell was the pay per view in Wembley? All in, all out, same fucking thing. Uh, he had the cool moment with the with the glass, but I think that was him. Did the yeah tape with the glass thing? Yeah, that was the only yeah. cool thing I've ever seen him do since he's been here, except for keeping his fucking hands in his pockets and doing that stupid ass kick thing. You leave hand pockets alone. The kids love it. And so do the sweaty neckbeards in their mother's basement. And to them we say, take a shower. Touch grass. Go outside. Talk to a woman. Try it. It's crazy. Absolutely astonishing. But the match itself, if you like spot fests, a little spot foo, as someone on Twitter dubbed it, uh, you'd love this. Uh, Ray Phoenix got hurt quickly into the match. I didn't quite catch what happened, but he fell, went out of the ring, went to the announce tables. You didn't see him rest of the match. Oh, so they didn't. So, like, what happened whenever he fucked up with Ambrose? They just, they still kept it going. Yes, but they didn't use him in the match entirely. He was oh. just gone. If I'm not Ambrose, but Moxley, sorry, getting names mixed up here. But if I'm Moxley, I'm in the back. And Gorilla, like, no, you make him go back out there. <laughs> but uh, the rest of them, you know, it was a very entertaining match. Uh, of course, the fucking Bucks won to get another title so they can have their titles back. Because God fucking forbid FTR has anything good. Oh, my God, man. Uh, they're ruining, uh, they pinned, they are ruining that entire promotion. They keep uh, over the Bucks over. single-handedly are. God, uh, Bucks pinned Penta to win. Uh, it had that's pretty cool spots throughout the thing. Uh, the guns trying to pin each other early was fucking hilarious because it's the Lucha style tag match where tag anybody, they're fucking weird. I don't like it. The only time they've uh, done cool was WrestleMania this year. That's it. Yeah, I, I personally hate that style of tag team you, tag you match. Hate every bit of it, but. It was only done. I've only seen it done right once in like the last fucking. I've been watching wrestling like crazy for like the last ten years. So yeah, once. It's just, it's just not a match I enjoy. There's better ways to do these tag matches. Yeah. Like if you're gonna make it a fatal four way, put one man from each team. Everybody has a corner. It 
there's there's four corners. You can do four teams. It fuck me for having logic. Uh, next, we had Swerve Strickland versus Hangman Adam Page in one hell of a fucking match, honestly, with the crowd fully behind Swerve Strickland and Swerve getting the win he needed. Well, nobody's going to get behind Hangman after all the crap he's done the last few years. There's no way. That that and uh, it's Swerve's hometown. But it was... Let me dream, damn it. This. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. There's a reason why all, all of his figures stay on the pegs. But Swerve just so smooth in everything he does. And he sold the dead eye onto the steps perfectly. It was it was just great. Yeah. Uh the next match was Ricky Starks versus Wheeler Yuta with Starks getting the win. Good for him. I love Ricky Starks. Yeah. I love Starks too. Good, he got the win. I didn't really watch it, but uh, you know, Moxley was on commentary for this one too. Moxley on commentary is actually pretty fucking hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, when he's when he's not doing that stupid skewers to the head thing, I I don't mind watching him as long as he's not bleeding five seconds into the match. <laughs> like it was hilarious. Yeah. He already joked. He was joking. He got fined for his commentary for being too adult on the pre-show and. Just sound like an actual wrestling fan during the matches. It was actually pretty good and pretty fun to watch and listen to. Yeah. Uh, next, we had Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. And depending on the type of wrestling you watch, another match of the year candidate. Uh, if you like technical mat wrestling, a lot of holds, a lot of submissions, stuff like that, this was your match. I like that kind of wrestling. Uh, hard hitting, like they—they're not pulling punches or kicks. These two, good fun transitions. Uh, Danielson ended up getting the win after fucking up his arm probably again. But it was fun. It was very fun. One of the best. I mean, man's got an award named after him. For God's sake, you have to give him something. And with that award, those are the only two wrestlers who have won it in like the past 18 years. Oh, shit. It's been either, it's either been him or Zack Sabre. Uh, next was the Don Callis family of Sammy Guevara. No one gives a fuck about that dude. Uh, take a shit and Will Ospreay versus Jericho, Omega, and Ibushi. Uh, surprisingly, the match was pretty good. Uh, Jericho didn't fucking out of place and lost out there. Uh, still can't stand Sammy Guevara. That's another one of those guys. Like, same with Mr. Pockets. Can't stand seeing him out there. Why are you all getting pushed to the moon? Uh, but the match was just a lot of mayhem, honestly. Uh, the ending is Sammy Guevara pinning Chris Jericho after Callis used Jericho's own bat to hit him in the head. Uh, Aubrey Edwards was there, so it's like a little barnyard brawl, so we'd get the horses in there. <laughs> uh, but Omega can fucking move. Will Osprey can definitely fucking move. 
But overall, it was a decent match. Uh, and next, the match that should have got a lot more fucking time than it did. FTR versus Ozzy Open for the AEW Tag Team Titles with FTR winning and retaining. Uh, it's It was good. Not all we can say. Just, it was good. It was good. It, if they would have let them go for at least you know, 30, 45 minutes, it'd have been a one hell of a match. I love both teams, but you know, they're not the Bucks, so you gotta cut down the match. And for the main event, you definitely had to cut it way down. Which is next and final, the Christian Cage versus Darby Allen in a two out of three falls match with Christian retaining. Uh honestly, pretty good match. Yeah, I'm it's about there. Whenever this match ended, uh, Edge's music hit, and or there was some fuckery that happened, and Edge's music hit. I don't know if you caught the "You think you know me" thing at the start. I don't think that's what they did. No, it said do you. It said you think you know me, but they had to change. They had to change the voice on it because that specific line is the only part of that song that is registered to WWE. Oh. The entirety of Metalinkus is still an Alter Bridge song. Alter Bridge owns that song. Learn something new every day. I read something about it earlier today. It's the You Think You Know Me line is the only thing that had to be slightly altered because that is the only WWE part of his intro. Uh, the trademark for Rated R Superstar expired in like 2020 and they didn't bother to renew it. That's that's alarming, kind of. Mm-hmm. So rated R stoop, or so the name Edge and um, the "You Think You Know Me" line are technically the only WWE trademarks that he could not bring over. Even if they wanted to fight him on Alter on using Metalingus, Edge and uh, all of Alter Bridge basically are very good friends, and they would have let him use any Alter Bridge song, right? Or he could have used his own uh, old Rob Zombie "Never Going to Stop" song. Because that trademark expired ten years ago. Hmm. But mm, definitely interesting to see how Edge is going to play into AEW. I'm gonna have to watch for a little bit just to see. I know I'll be watching this Wednesday because he's going to come out and talk. So I'm going to stay tuned long enough for his segment. And probably turn the motherfucker off. Yeah, I'm in that same boat. I'm not watching company mascots on a Wednesday night. No, I'm going to watch for Edge. Uh, then the next week, Edge will have his first match against Luchasaurus. So he's he's so he's for sure a Wednesday night guy. Well, Tony Khan also said in the media scrum he's also going to compete on Collision. So I don't know if he's going to be a Collision guy or a Dynamite guy. If he's a Dynamite guy, when they come to Louisville in November, I may go just for Edge. That's fair. Might have to go as well. Especially with them $50 floor seats because uh, <laughs> can't sell shit, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, it is sad that Edge had to debut to an AEW crowd with less attendance than the WWE house show, but here we are. Yeah. I understand, you know, started his career with Christian. He'd like to go end it with him. Can't hate on it. No, no, we can't handle that at all. Really. So, 
I don't think he'll wrestle AEW for very long just to kind of get those few matches he wants done, and he's probably out. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, what, the, what the end game here is, but, you know, good for him, I guess. I was kind of hoping he'd come back to WrestleMania and have one more with Randy Orton, but yeah. Oh, well. so I wish Randy. I wish, wish Randy was healthy enough to, you know, he his first comeback was with Randy. Send it out with Randy, but I think I'm just happy to see if Randy comes back soon. Right at this point. But, uh, we'll go ahead and move on to Monday Night Raw. A little more of the same to start the show with the uh, Judgment Day. Or, no, actually, my mistake. I skipped ahead there. We had the big four of the women's division going after each other. We had Shayna Baszler fighting our favorite person on the roster, Ajax. And I'm so glad I missed the start. Well, it was it was a brawl, and they didn't really. Nah, it didn't hurt anybody this time. Was it a brawl, or was anybody affected by that big bitch's gravitational pull? It was it was a brawl. Uh, we had Raquel Rodriguez running out there to uh, beat up on Nia too, and then we had then you had Rare Ripley joining the fight, and then a crap ton of security guards, and then soon after that. Uh, the ring cleared out, and it was just Rhea, and then Judgment Day came out. And then you had your basic start to roll after the, the scrum there. It had the true start? Yeah. F- funniest part of the start, though, was Jey Uso trying to, you know, flirt with Rhea at the start of this. Yeah, same, bro, same. Uh, if y'all follow him on Instagram, he's been kind of doing this for a little bit now. It's gold every single time. But uh, soon after that, we got a another one of 27 Cody Rhodes appearances in this. Uh, we get a title match between Cody Rhodes, Jey Uso versus The Judgment Day. It's another one of those plug-and-play Monday night bullshits again. But we're getting that at Fastlane. So, yay. I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, yeah. Um, next, we had Bronson Reed get the squash match. Can't even remember his opponent. Pass. Hard pass. Fucking fat uh, bastard. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, next, we had one of the Viking Raiders, Ivar. Versus, almost said his actual name. Almost said Austin Creed. <laughs> almost said Austin Creed. Uh, Xavier Woods. Very good match, honestly. Yeah, this one. Uh, this one surprised me. I thought this was going to be a bathroom break, but Xavier Woods can go. If he, if he was just maybe a little bit bigger, he would. That big man moonsault at the very end was impressive. Yeah. But uh, then we got a little taste of what we're going to see this weekend with the last man standing match between Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura. I have a feeling it's just going to be one of those like 
Somebody gets hit with a chair, we stand around for 20 seconds. Somebody gets hit with a chair again, we sit around for 20 seconds. Type of match. I hope not. If they just let them go for an hour, it'll be perfect. If they actually do things. I'm tired of these WWE-style, or Bloodline-style. Let me go ahead and, you know what I'm talking about. Somebody gets hit yeah. with a chair, they stare into the crowd for an hour, they look back at the guy they just hit with the chair, then they're like, should I hit him again? I don't know. Maybe I should hit him again. Hits him again, and then we're back to square one. Someone will run out and interfere and do it for the rock and do it for the people. So I'm going to go ahead and call my shot here. Uh, Damian Priest is probably going to cash in in the middle of this match. I hope I can see it. I hope to God it happens because this is Seth should not have this title still. There's there's no way. I love Seth, but same with Gunther. Like just because Roman's had his forever and isn't there doesn't mean everybody else gets to hold theirs for a while too. Like I kind of miss the old ruthless aggression days where they played hot potato with the belts, like once every couple of months. That did make it a little more entertaining, in my opinion. Yeah, it and it adds a little bit of level of realism to it, like. No one's really going to hold that belt for fucking ages unless you're John Jones on cocaine. Like the only two that make sense of holding the belts forever is is Gunther and Roman because Roman has only defended it twice in a fucking year. But and Gunther's just an unstoppable monster. Yeah, the Gunther's matches. He's there's no sitting around for twenty minutes. No, you're getting your fucking chest caved in. Right, but. Um, I'm missing a match here. We the got, Drew and Miz thing, that was weird. Yeah, it was kind of a squash. Uh, Miz didn't get to have real wrestling gear on. He was out there in street clothes. But yeah, um, not really sure what the hell they're doing with Drew, but he did put out a video yesterday, and I thought we're always going to be with watching tonight because he, he had the Shattered Dream song playing while he was lifting weights. Uh-oh, big man coming. So no. just, uh, just turn him heel and bring that song back and just let him run fucking rampant. Yeah, but... Uh, last match, the main event. I'm not sure why this was the main event. This felt like a mid-card match, but I guess we can't <laughs> do the same tag team match every week on Monday Night Raw. Uh, we had Gunther versus Champa for... The Intercontinental Championship. Everybody and their mother knew how this was going to go. Also, don't be surprised if they say it's his record low ratings for the main event. I thought the match wasn't bad, honestly. It was too predictable. Uh, you knew they they, they weren't going to put they were going to take a title off Gunther, especially to Champa. It's fair. Like this, but it was nice to see Gargano run out at the end. Yeah, DIY is back. I'm trying to be hopeful with this, but I don't. I don't feel like we're going to get to enjoy anything till around WrestleMania season. It's, it's, this time for wrestling kind of sucks. God bless football for at least being there for me. I think that's the reason why wrestling's not that great right now, just because they mail it in until uh, football season's over with. That's fair. Yeah. So that was Monday Night Raw. 
what do you what's your show grade for the AEW pay per view? AEW pay per view, I'll give it a B. Uh, from what I've seen, uh, a B minus. Just the guys I hate seeing are constantly there, and they ain't going away anytime soon. So don't expect uh, for me to have guy. any any in depth AEW coverage from me anyway. Okay, the, the matches I cared about were good matches. I don't, I don't give a fuck about most of the people there, honestly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Storytelling's kind of shit, but the matches usually attempt to make up for it. Yeah. It is solid wrestling for almost every style you'd like. It's just... It gets boring just watching wrestling with no storytelling. Yeah. Uh, the NXT pay-per-view, I'm going to give that one a B plus okay. or almost that's a, an A. Yeah, there's there's a couple of segments in there where you're like, this is, I, I skipped a lot of the matches or a, a few, couple of the matches. So I think NXT is the best thing in wrestling right now. It, yeah, in terms of storytelling and the whole way around, yeah. Their top guys are actually top guys that are just, you know, keeping people down because of a fucking faction so yeah or using company mascots so it's not as good as the old black and gold days in my opinion but it's still pretty fucking good yeah that's fair it's very good um will you give a monday night roll i'll be nice say b minus i'm gonna be an ass i'm gonna say c minus because it was, yeah, I, was torn, I was torn between C and B. I'm, if I'm having to watch three separate screens because you're proud of uh, I can't stay locked in, that's a problem. It's true. I get a shit Monday night football game to go up against, too. Like That's what I'm saying. I had Monday night football, wrestling, and then a video game going on all at the same time. I'm just keeping an eye on the wrestling for the show. And then the football for the parlays. Which we will discuss tomorrow. John can big dick his way through that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't miss a single pick in the college football games last week. That is uh, 22 games that I called correctly. If I put all, I'm going to put my couple of parlays together. Just, we'll, we'll get to that tomorrow. But that's on yeah. banter from the cheap seats. Make sure y'all check that out. If you enjoy uh, football and then just shit talking, if you're a Tennessee fan or uh, or a Saints fan, you're not gonna have a good time with me. But if you like those teams, you can go fuck yourself anyway. He's not wrong. Learn to swim, Saints fans. Oh, oh ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, be, so that being said, I think we ought to send her home. Yeah, we'll wrap this thing up. Uh, make sure you follow us on all our. Uh, social media accounts uh, at the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast on TikTok or Pop This Potty for the Cheap. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and X, formerly known as Twitter, at Cheap Pop Productions. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube uh, under the same thing, Cheap Pop Productions. Uh, with all that being said, this is not such good shit, and this is Hook signing out. Well, you can call me Rosa Porks because I do be sitting when I'm bussing. This is civil rights claptivist, Dakota Allen, signing out.